Hey everyone, thanks for coming and hanging out with us today. I'm joined by Ariel, and we're going to talk about being Jewish. Uh, so, we're both Jews, um, yep. and the thing I find most interesting now is, especially for like people around our age, is this like, there's not really a lot of people who feel connected to the religion that much. Like, yeah. our generation is kind of just less religious across the board, but there's still like, there's still this attachment to the, the culture of Judaism, which, mm -hmm. you know, does seem quite unique. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that uh, you bring that up because I was actually talking to uh, my brother uh, last night when we were driving back uh, from, from downtown. Uh, and we were like going back and forth and saying like, we've never actually found a synagogue that we were very comfortable being in. Yeah. Um, and I think I've spoken to you about this before, mm -hmm. that my family's just like tried synagogue after synagogue. We didn't really belong to a congregation. Yeah. The longest one I think we stuck around for was like, maybe like a year or two. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it, we just didn't feel like there was like a, a very strong, like welcoming um, uh, presence yeah. from the religious, uh, I guess, uh, aspect of being the Jew, which is the synagogue, right? Mm -hmm. On the other hand, there's like all these UJA events and there's like, um, you know, usually, you know, Jews live in like a community together so there's always like kind of uh someone's having a Hanukkah party or like they're suffering together on Passover and that kind of thing so the there's like a very little kind of welcoming aspect about about synagogues just that I've experienced so far yeah and it's it's kind of interesting because you know synagogues are inherently more you know about the religion itself mm -hmm. and like, I'm not particularly drawn to the religion, but I want the community aspect. And I feel like there are, from what I understand, like, there's such a wide range of, like, types of Christianity that you can more find, you know, yeah. your level of it, right? Like, yeah. there's so many sects, whereas in Judaism, there's still basically Orthodox, Reform, Conservative, right? Yeah. And, like, that's about it. Um, At least here. Uh, yeah. At least here. Uh, I think... I think there's like a pretty wide diversity, like Jews have a, a versatility to them where they've been able to settle, settle and go to many different countries and, uh, you know, establish communities there that are, um, some have grown to be actually very affluent. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, I think I told you in like every five years I travel back to Israel, my whole uh, extended family's there. Mm -hmm. Um, the star of the family is my grandma, who's yeah. like this legend. Um, but when I was there, I noticed that there was actually like a, a very strong diversity. Um, well, Israel's very like secularly Jewish, yeah. right? And it, which is fascinating, especially with what's happening now. Yeah. It's like much more. It's the Jewish like, state, man. Yeah, but the, but they are pretty secular. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and it's funny because if you look at uh, Israel. Um, and especially Jerusalem, 10 years ago, you couldn't imagine someone driving a car on, on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. Now, traffic's buzzing, man. Yeah. Uh, especially in Tel Aviv. There's traffic jams in Tel Aviv, like, between, like, 1 to, like, 5 a.m. On, uh, on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, you couldn't imagine that, like, so many, you know... As of like 10 years ago. 10 years isn't a long time, man. Yeah, definitely not. And it's, it's interesting just to see how like the how Judaism is evolving 
kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. But bringing it back to, you know, like, we both grew up in Thornhill, which is mm-hmm. like, or you grew up in Richmond Hill, but we went to Thornhill Secondary, yeah, yeah. same deal. And like, there's a really big Jewish community there. Yeah. And it actually, like, I always just kind of took it for granted that we weren't like, you know, a specialty item, let's say, right? <laughs> like, I yeah. just thought, I never realized that we were such a minority, yeah. right? Because I didn't grow up in that. But when I went to university, I was like the first Jew a lot of people met, yeah. which really threw me off. Yeah. Right. I didn't really know how to react to that. And like people finding it fascinating that I was Jewish and things yeah. like that. What's what's funny is like so many people have heard of Jews. Yeah. And we're like less than, I think, uh, a fraction of a percentage of the world's population. Yeah. Um, and it's like you don't hear about like, yeah, other like, like very Baha'is. small. Yeah. Yeah. Like Baha'is or like. um even like Roma, right? Like other kind of communities and cultures, yeah. you don't hear about them as much. Yeah, or Zoroastrians and, and so forth, right? Like there's, there's, there's so many out there, but... But it kind of plays into why there's all of these like conspiracy theories about Jews, right? Yeah. Like we're such a small piece of the population, but we are, you know, for our proportions, very successful in a lot of fields. Mm-hmm. And like, even saying that is viewed as like stereotypes that lead into negative things, but it's yeah. also kind of imper- It's just like true if you look at the facts and, and the rate of success, but it's, it's very interesting that, uh, you know, we're like well known, but like such a small minority as well. Yeah, no, it's true. And there's a lot of baggage around that. Um, uh, there's, you know, uh, I think my brother was speaking to me recently about this, uh, among uh, Israelis and also the Jewish community, there's a very high percentage of Nobel Prize yeah. uh, um, awards that have been handed out. Um, there's also a very high percentage of, uh, of academics in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, the entertainment uh, scene in Hollywood, is, there's a yeah. very strong Jewish presence. Mm-hmm. Comedians as well. Yeah. Um, so it, it is interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. And, you know, I've... Uh, I, I had uh, some pretty odd jobs in my day, but uh, uh, one of them was, was in Orangeville. Uh, and I was the first Jew that people kind of met, and they were like, oh, that's interesting. You don't look Jewish. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> oh, like, you're what a Jew looks like? Yeah. And they had all these questions for me, and I'm just like, man, I grew up in the suburbs just like you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. The, the thing that I find the most fascinating, like, you know, our generation across many religions is a lot less religious, but we still have, um, like Jews, there's a big cultural piece of Judaism as well, yeah. right? And it's kind of unique in that sense. And I, I think a lot of people our age are trying to figure out how they want to stay connected to it, right? Like, I'm not even, I was never really religious, and we do, I don't even do much of the cultural stuff either. It's, yeah. you know, a couple... Um, a couple meals a year at yeah. most, right? And one thing I found interesting, I did a survey of like a bunch of people, you know, a few months ago, and a lot of, when I asked what their religion is, a lot of the Jews said like Jewish, right? Yeah. Like they emphasized how they they are Jews, but they don't particularly identify it, whereas a lot of other people like from originally other religions just said they're atheist or agnostic, if yeah. that's the case. But because it's this like hybrid for us, yeah. you know, we still associate with it. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And you think you think they would, 
either you think they would say Christian-ish or mm-hmm. or Muslim-ish, yeah. even if they didn't have the full practice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I think I think the. Uh, I think there's a very strong culture of guilt in Judaism. <laughs> so if you're not like all in, uh, then you have, like you kind of feel like okay, I'm not all there. But I'll I'll retain some of it. That's it. That's well, it. I I was talking with a friend earlier about how like Judaism has always seemed to be pretty good to adapt to the modern times, right? And that's why it's maintained like and. That's why people don't like write it off completely, yeah. right? And like, I don't know how true it is, you know, across the board, but it definitely feels that way, right? Like it feels mm-hmm. like, I, I, I said, I think it's, you know, because a lot of the Judaism rules, they, they're not like verbatim out of the Torah. There are people come up with them, like a good example is you can't work on Shabbat mm-hmm. and that means you can't use electricity. That was not like uh, people claiming that the Torah knew electricity would be a thing. Yeah. It's like the rules that came up about like as society evolved. Mm-hmm. And so it, to me, it seems like like Judaism as a as an entity one knows it needs to stay relevant rather than yeah. trying to like keep people in what it you know used to be. Yeah, no, I, I think that's very true. And I think it's it's really built into the nature of uh, and like the foundation of Judaism, too. Um, for like since the creation of Judaism, uh, there's always been, you know, um, uh, courts uh, of rabbis and, and debates uh, and so forth and how everything should be practiced. And it's, it's kind of, you know, from, from what I understand, it's constantly evolving uh, and, and, you know, practices are constantly being tested and, and tried and so forth, um, you know, up until now. Yeah, uh, and it is important. It is important because a lot of uh, I think I think a lot of the magic of of Judaism is that it can be practiced in many different ways. Yeah, um, and you know, like you said, there I'm not a hundred percent sure about uh, every other uh, kind of case out there, but um, I know that's that that is something that you know that is very like strongly upheld in Judaism. Yeah. And, and like I was talking with that same friend about like how we're, we're able to talk about this and like, you know, we have this ability to be honest with our parents about, you know, not being as devout as they are and things mm-hmm. like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the case for all, all Jews, but it's definitely in our, in our circles, it's much more that. And, and you yeah. see in, I have a lot of, you know, Arab friends who are le- much less comfortable or unwilling to admit to their parents they're not um, practicing, right? Yeah. And I think Christians, a lot of Christian people our age as well, have that flexibility now to yeah. to be honest. And I'm wondering if it's just inherent of like number of generations, you know, removed from it, or if there's also some other aspects of um, modernity or whatever. Because yeah. he was saying how the Quran like isn't allowed to change, right? Like it's it's been it's remained verbatim since it was created yeah and like the mentality is kind of you know stems from that as well is it's yeah. not as adaptive mm-hmm. it's interesting and and you know in comparison halakha which is like um i think it, it's to to me my understanding is that it's books about uh how uh, certain practices uh in judaism should be uh 
kind of undertaken. Mm -hmm. uh, for every one rule in halakha, there's a thousand exceptions. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and, and I think that speaks to kind of the uniqueness of, uh, of Judaism. But that, that's neat. I, you know, I never thought about that. I never thought of like how openly, you know, we can kind of talk to our parents uh, or our families about how like, you know, okay, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to take um, every rule kind of specifically. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of uh, uh, more so like moderate everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know, man. I think that as long as it doesn't lose its magic, and I think this goes for a lot of uh, um, ideals and doctrines out there. Mm -hmm. And you still keep like the, the spark. Um, I think that that's the true mark of, uh, of an ideology that's going to be passed on yeah. uh, uh, through generations. It's, it's interesting you touch on that because that was actually what I wanted to ask next mm -hmm. is, you know, how do you think Judaism will be passed on, you know, post us? Because... Mm -hmm. You know, I don't particularly care to marry a Jewish woman, mm -hmm. but I do have this yearning for my kids to be Jewish. Yeah. Even though I like, I don't strongly identify as a Jew, but I, I identify as a Jew, right? Yeah. And you have, by the rules of Judaism, the mother has to be Jewish. That's I know right. you have a similar uh, situation potentially. I do. Um, but like, I, I also don't know why I care. Like, I view so many things about religion and culture as arbitrary, yeah. like object in an objective sense. But I still, you know, want my kids to be Jewish yeah. for some reason. I think I think the interesting part of that is that it is like a Jewish male dilemma. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the females, like you can literally pick whoever you want. I think with the, I don't know if there's any exceptions. Uh, I think. In certain religions that have the male as the one that passes down the religion, then there there is you know you have to choose and so forth, and I think uh, uh, probably like Jewish parents would probably be happier if you married a Jew, but there is yeah. like some flexibility for females because yeah. the technicality is there. Yeah. Um, but for males, it is a dilemma, man. Mm -hmm. And you know, I have three brothers. We're all going through the exact same thing. Um, and we've all kind of come into the uh, situation of having a non-Jewish uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and that really, that really kind of uh, brings into the conversation, how is my Judaism going to be passed on? Yeah. Um, because, you know, I, I, I do, you know, enjoy some of the traditions of Judaism and the technicalities and so forth. I do find that they um, preserve a lot of the, uh, the magic of Judaism. Mm. Um, but to the same extent... You know, as part of this generation, um, which is kind of supposed to slightly question what uh, our parents are doing and question uh, uh, the idea of marriage yeah. uh, in terms of something that it's not just kind of like a business transaction and it's not something that's just kind of meant to work and, you know, they come from a good family and they come from a good family. Kind of even out, outside of the Judaism, it's like, are you marrying someone that you're going to be happy with yeah. or are you just marrying because you're marrying? Yeah. Um, so that adds, I think, another layer onto it too. So, yeah. so those are the two things that I'm, I'm uh, battling with now, right? Because uh, I do have a partner that, you know, makes me happy and, and challenges me and is awesome, um, it, you know, in all the ways that I kind of I need my partner to be. Yeah. Um, but but she's I, not Jewish. She's not Jewish. She's, actually, yeah. she's Muslim. Mm -hmm. uh, so it does it does add kind of uh, an interesting uh, uh, mix of things. Yeah. yeah, but I suppose it's still 
better than you know in the past that would be like heresy yeah. right like yeah, you're right. like the the I, the concept of dating outside Judaism was yeah. was horrific right yeah, and right. I still like growing up I still heard that from some people in my family like mm-hmm. they ex- the expectation was that I would marry Jewish and date Jewish right that doesn't happen anymore and also just as I've aged they have less ability for me to care what they say sure. right but there's still I feel in a lot of other and maybe again it's because it's I think a lot of Jewish people are like you know further down they're they're a later generation Canadian yeah um so it's just you know you get more used to not caring about that yeah. than some other than some people who are like first or second generation immigrants yeah um but it's still like I think it's kind of good that you have the freedom but there's also like a safety in like the family expectations right yeah. if you have a narrower field and that's just like you have to look at those people you know it's simpler that's true that's true and not to say that it's kind of like slim pickings when you're going according to that but yeah um, it's a very different spectrum yeah and it's also a very different social scene too yeah the experience on tinder versus jswipe is very different <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. I'll be honest. Yeah. I haven't used either. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I haven't fair. used either, so I can't speak to that. But, yeah. um, you know, just kind of being in the community, like, you know, I haven't I haven't been able to, um, you know, in the, within the past five years, so like find a partner that's going to, uh, you know, have all of those qualities that, that the one I have uh, uh, now. But yeah. you know what? It, uh, to, to the, to the, I think to the same note, uh, I haven't been active in the Jewish community and um, to a degree I, I kind of uh, I've, I've had this sentiment when I was growing up as like um, uh, a son of Israeli parents uh, that haven't really found a strong congregation and you know are doing things maybe a little bit separate from the community mm-hmm. uh, I haven't felt totally uh, um, totally uh, uh, comfortable uh, yeah. within the Jewish community yeah um, and I, I think honestly a lot of people like you know it's unfortunate your parents also felt that but I think a lot yeah. of young people feel that right because mm-hmm. they still want to be attached but there's very even within the synagogues that are trying to be like new age they're like old school new age yeah right they're not actually just like what like we if like if you yeah, and I yeah, yeah. started up a synagogue it would feel different Right. And even my sister and is recently married and they had a hard time finding a rabbi they meshed with. Right. Okay. Who they wanted. And they like the rabbi they did find ended up being a, a more elderly man. Mm-hmm. Right. Like in his 60s or 50s, like not like, you know, some new age hippie rabbi or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. still like like he he saw the, the value in, you know, their form of Judaism, how they wanted to okay. practice instead of expecting them to practice how he wanted them too type thing. Got you. And and so just because I, I don't know your sister. Yeah. She married uh, her husband is Jewish. Yeah. Okay, got you. But they didn't like they. They didn't. What, what they don't really. Version of they don't really practice much, but they want to practice more. He practices a bit more than she does. Okay. But she wants to practice more, right? They got you. And it they want it to be an important like a, a a cornerstone of their life together. Yeah. Right. Even though it might not have been of their lives apart, type thing. Yeah. Is how I understand it. No. Yeah. And you know what? It, it's interesting too. Like. That kind of thing I actually didn't think about till I was at uh, 
you know, another event, uh, actually at a church, and they were talking about finding the right pastor. Um, and somebody that brings you into a marriage uh, is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the entertainment factor is big because weddings are long, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, I can, I can totally see that, man. And, and, and that's where it comes into like finding a, a congregation and finding a, a group of people that you feel comfortable practicing, practicing with. I think for the most part, you know, uh, I've learned to practice within, uh, within my own house. Yeah. Um, which definitely isn't the most social thing. It's probably the reason I can't find a good, uh, uh, a real, you know, a, a Jewish partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I've I've kind of privatized my my Judaism. Yeah. Uh, because I found that was uh, that was a little bit more um, easier to kind of like sync up with with my values. You know, we share very similar values in my house. I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, no, it's 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 an interesting dynamic, man. Yeah. Especially especially when you're looking at passing on, yeah, uh, and passing that on to your your kids in the next generation. Because the biggest pressure uh, I found was, you know, I went to private school for you know until grade five, mm-hmm. and the biggest pressure for me was, okay, you know, everybody knows about the Holocaust. Uh, it's on your shoulders, guys. Carry it on. Yeah. We're the few remaining. Uh, you got to make sure that the next generation is Jewish and they'll they'll thrive and so forth. But then, what does that look like, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so, you know, I think I, yeah. yeah. I think a big part of, you know, why I and maybe Jews generally still feel this is feel this like you know attachment and this requirement to pass it on is because Jews have been persecuted throughout history mm-hmm. right the holocaust is you know directly impacts me cuz like my grandparents went through it yeah. um but even still like when i was traveling europe and asia and i saw like every country i visited had like a jewish ghetto at some point yeah. right and like anywhere Jews have been they've been persecuted which has inherently well like lowered our numbers but also yeah. always forced this like group mentality right like we had to protect ourselves we had to do that ourselves but the one thing i find the most interesting actually is like i don't really think about marriage or kids at all right now except for with regards to judaism right and i'm interested to know like i think my other jewish friends have also considered it and, and thought about it but i don't know if my christian friends if before they even consider marriage or kids are thinking about the concern of passing on their religion, that's, right? But that's it, it's it's something like by default Jews think about. I feel. Yeah, no, and, and you know what? It's it's interesting that you say that uh, because that's that's something that I actually haven't considered either. You know, this is this is the time. You know, I'm 26. Uh, this is the time where you see you start seeing all those weddings pop up on Facebook, uh, all the ones that you weren't invited to. Okay. <laughs> Um, I could, I could, uh, stand out of a few weddings. I think I've been to enough, yeah. but, um, no, but honestly, it's like, uh, um, this is kind of the time where people are starting to get married and these conversations are starting to come up. Yeah. And I don't know if that pressure is there. Mm-hmm. I don't know because at the end of the day, like there, there has always been this group mentality mm-hmm. and there's always been these, these challenging forces and, you know, as of recently, like the past, within the past hundred years. There's been a huge challenge to the Jewish, Jewish existence, um, and you know, as someone that's that's been in a Jewish community and that's uh, had a Jewish education, which very strongly brings the Holocaust and brings uh, the passing on of Jewish knowledge into the conversation of, 
you know, making sure that, you know, the community uh, continues, it's, it's, uh, I don't, you know, I don't see it actually as a dilemma. I think it's just something that uh, like kind of has to be done, mm-hmm. but it's in what form that it's, uh, yeah. that it's done. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd agree with that. And I think I'll uh, wrap it up there. I appreciate yeah. you coming and hanging out and talking with me no, about thank that. You for having me. Thank you for having me. And thanks to all of you for hanging out with us as well. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, support us on Patreon. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on Judaism, your Jewish experience, and be sure to tune in next time to my hangout. <laughs>